Blog Talk Radio. Hi, good evening. This is Peggy Imanisi. It's my show, Signs Our Loved Ones Send Us. And tonight we're going to do something a little different. It's about the challenges. Um, I always talk about lemons to lemonade on my show. And tonight, that's what it's about. I want you all to grab a lemon, bite into it, sour. It's about, uh, tonight, about cystic fibrosis. I lost my son and daughter, Megan Marcus, to it uh, while they were in their 20s. But we're going to be doing uh, quite a few challenges on the show tonight, including ALS. And my co-host, Melissa, when she comes on, she's going to be going out and doing one for ALS uh, with a bucket of ice water on her head. And it's about a lot of things tonight. So... um, so we represent everybody tonight, and we're going to talk a little bit about cystic fibrosis, a little about uh, some of the other illnesses that have taken our children. My show is about grief and helping people through it. And um, so anyhow, I'm going to bring Melissa on now, and like I said, it's signs our loved ones send us, and we may do some readings. I don't know. We're going to just freelance tonight and just do our thing, because that's what my show is about. I also want to bring up uh, a message. I've contacted uh, a friend of mine who has a restaurant, and we're going to be talking next week, and I'm hopefully, hopefully we'll be doing a broadcast um, 
probably not on a Tuesday night, maybe on a weekend, with a book signing and a broadcast and uh, uh, to help uh, raise some funds for some people with CF. But uh, we'll talk about that later, and once I get the commitment, I'll let you know about it. So right now I'm going to bring on Melissa, so hold on, please. Hey, girl. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, do you have your rubber suit on? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> you yet. have your rubber suit on for your I'm waiting your, for my your brother ALL. to get home. He's actually dumping the bucket on my head, so. I can't wait because you know what? We're we're broadcasting live, and you can always go to our archives. And Melissa's going to get an ice bucket for ALS, which is another cause close to my heart because I have multiple sclerosis. And before I was totally diagnosed with MS, um, it, it mimics symptoms of ALS. And I don't know if you knew that, Melissa, but I had I my friend it. Colleen went with me. I had to go through, I think it's EMGs, which were electrical testing, where they actually, I felt like I was at Sing Sing in the electric chair. And she even started crying and told the guy to stop because they had to rule out ALS with me, which they did, thank God. So I represent ALS tonight. And I'm thankful that I have MS because it's the lesser of two evils, like I said. So I challenge everybody tonight to do the bucket challenge. I challenge everybody tonight to do the lemon to lemonade for everything tonight. But into a sour lemon that represents diseases. When you make it into something sweet, uh, like lemonade, I know you hate that, Melissa. That is the cure for illnesses and awareness. So go with yourself. strawberry lemonade today for you, so don't worry. I had lots of lemonade today. I did too, but you know what? I got odds in that from it. <laughs> but you know what? More price to pay. Well, listen, we have some callers on. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna pick up my first one. It's a local caller nine one four zero seven five nine and see what they got to say. Okay, hold on a minute. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, Peggy. It's Hannah. I just wanted to let you know I'm listening. Hey, Tana. Tana owns, can we can we mention your restaurant, Tana? You can, but you, that's not why I'm calling. I just wanted you to know that I'm listening. Oh, cool, cool. So you like the show, huh? <laughs> I, I, I love it. I was listening to your archives yesterday while I was driving around, so I'm enjoying it. Tana, Tana, can I just, you know, Tana I've known for years. She knew my daughter Meg. Uh, I haven't seen Tana, of course, since I um, lost Mark, but I'm doing a lot of good things this day. White Russian Peg is dead. Okay. (laughs) I was, Tana was my bartender at a local bar. I'm not going to mention names, and I was an idiot. And you know what? I I was going through stuff, and... um, uh, there's no excuses, but, you know, sometimes you do what you got to do, but it's made me a better person. And um, Tana owns the Branding Iron, on wa- Branding Iron, right, Tana, on Washington Street? Yep, yep. Okay, and hopefully we're we're going to talk next week and see if we – I have a family right now. I think the kid's going through a lung transplant because, Tana, I don't know if you know about some of the other work I'm doing. Um, I have a fundraiser site where uh, um, um, Make-A-Wish um, – it's not granting wishes till the kids are, like, almost dead, okay? Right. So I right. have a CF foundation and uh, but I just came across somebody and I also counsel other grieving parents now and uh, who would know better than me right and um, 
So anyhow, I came across somebody who has some medical needs, so I'm hoping to do some local fundraisers and uh, um, raise funds to help with the medical equipment and the transplant. So we'll talk next week. We'll see what we can do. And we'll go from there. So anything, and Tana, Tana, you do a lot of things. I, I know your dad was, he was a Vietnam vet too, right? Yeah, I saw some of the fundraisers. Tana, Tana does great things for many people. Um, I don't know if you know, but I lost my children's father, Don, nine months before Mark passed away. He died of Agent Orange diabetes. Uh, he contracted the um, was in, in Vietnam in 1969 and 70 and was exposed to Agent Orange and developed diabetes a few years later, which eventually killed him. So that was another um, challenge close to my heart. You know, so I, I want to thank you from my children and myself oh. for doing what you do, Tana, and God bless, you know, definitely. Thank you. And anything you want to add to the show, Tana, because we are, we are the view. We are, I am the Howard Stern out of radio now. <laughs> God gave me this mouth for a reason. <laughs> well, but we're I'm doing a lot of good things. I'm looking forward to listening to your show. Can you tell me how what I need to press so that you don't hear any background noise coming from here? Do I need to press the only thing I want to tell my listeners, um, you know, you can reach my show many ways over Facebook. I have a link there over the Internet, Google, calling into the show. If you're calling into the show, um, lower the sound because there are delays. Like a lot of times we sound like we're talking over each other, um, but okay. there's like a five, ten-second delay. So just lower the sound. But you know what? If you're going to just listen now, um, just you can listen to it any way you want. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously you called in. That's why I picked you up. So um, however you want to do it, Tana. And uh, I'm looking forward after my many vacations. Cause I haven't had one in years spending time with my brother this weekend and doing some fun things. And uh, and hopefully we can set up a time to meet next week and um, broadcast from the restaurant, if that's okay with you. Sounds good. Okay, Tana. God bless you, honey, and thank you for everything right. that you do. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold so you can listen in. Or if I know you're running the restaurant and cooking and doing everything you do, wonderful things you do. So if you want to just click on the site I sent you to listen or keep on the phone, however you want to do it, sweetheart. Okay? Okay, great. Thanks, Okay, Tana, oh. thanks so much. God Bye. bless, honey. Okay, hold on. Bye. Oh, okay. Bye. All right, that's Tana, Tana McGuire, and she owns the restaurant, The Branding Iron. That's somebody I was talking about, Melissa. I don't know if you know Tana. No. Okay, she she actually knew Meg, and I've known Tana. They're about the same age, and she actually owned at one point uh, her and her brother and her sister Mandy uh, McGuire's in Cold Spring. She also had uh, Torsha's. Uh, she took over, I think it was Torsha's, in Briarcliff, sold that out. But now she uh, is full owner of the Branding Iron on Washington Street in Peekskill. So when we have our meeting, Melissa, come with us, and we're going we're gonna to do a fun day of radio challenges, uh, book signings, whatever. You know? Sounds so, awesome. um, And we're going to help. Um, actually, I've, I kind of picked a family. You and I, we have our CF Wishes uh, site in memory of Megan Mark. Uh, we we grant um, wishes uh, for terminally ill kids with a CF, and we we don't wait 
till the end of life. We wait. We we do it while they're still well to enjoy whatever. We right. also, you and I, you know, we raise toys on Mark's birthday. Every year we have an event and bring toys to the hospital to see if children. And um, but this event, I think we're going to help a family. I'll discuss that with you. I haven't talked to you about. It. I just found out about it. Uh, a, a boy that's uh, going through a transplant. They need help. So hopefully we can raise some funds to help the family out. So I think that's Definitely. a great idea. Yeah, it's Fantastic. a great cause. Exactly. So let's talk about some other challenges. I mean, I have multiple sclerosis. Okay, like I said, I am not ashamed to admit it. I mean, we are, we are, we have, we have. Um, tonight's about lemons and lemonade, like I said, um, my favorite expression. So I guess part of our intuitiveness was tonight's show about my lemons and lemonade that you ate. Yeah. But um, but that's what it's about. Um, the There's lemon biting into it tonight, I know, sounds right. stupid. But no, but it's, it's you're a, taking something sour and turning it into something sweet. That's what the whole message it, behind it means. But positive to negative. And, yeah. Um, a lot of people since the ALS challenge have been uh, posting things like the positive challenges and whatever. That's great. I mean, you know, we all need to be positive. God has given us life. Go for it, man. I mean, even though I've done and gone through things and you've gone through we all, we're human. You know, we all go yeah. through things. But, and the, the positive challenge, I think we should all find three things that we can be positive and grateful for. So I think um, ALS, it's, it's not just about ALS now. I mean, there is awareness about it. And, um, but I also think that it's bringing out challenges to bring out into the open the importance of all these diseases that nobody understands or talks about or, or what have you. So I think there's a lot of things going on. And I can't wait to see the bucket dumped in your head tonight. <laughs> it's going to be on Facebook so you guys can see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, let me introduce her. This is Melissa M. This is my niece, my brother's daughter, and happy birthday to your dad. His birthday was yesterday. Thank Makes you. me a lot I'll older. I said happy birthday. I already did. I sent him the cake on. I, I did virtual cake for him yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> But Melissa is my niece, and she is my editor of my book. Uh, she went to school in Binghamton, New York, to become an editor. And I had no idea when she, when she went to school what she was going to school for. But it was, you know, like God puts us in the right place at the right time. She ended up editing my book, uh, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, which came out six weeks and one day to me becoming a victim of Hurricane Sandy. So I went through that, too. And uh, also the date of my nephew. Melissa's other cousin, who was 28, Wayne, who passed uh, on that day. And so I felt like Wayne represents my book now, too. And I want to um, say rest in peace to him. So we've lost three family members to other things, you know, to something else. And um, so we're representing everybody right now, you know. But Melissa's also a teacher, and she she loves her students they love her and she does great things with the kids and uh so tell us about tell Um, us about your als challenge tonight i have to go do it right now but i'll be right back and i'll tell you all about it no i I want to take (laughs) bone out girlfriend okay howard stewart i'll be right back i can't i'll be right back (laughs) 
Put that phone in your hand. She is going out right now for the sake of ALS, and her brother is dumping a bucket of water overhead. I want you to. I want. To, I wish I could see this because at one point I hope my producer will do my show with videos. I would love to see this. This is great. This is great. Okay, so you're doing it now. Well, I guess we lost Melissa. <laughs> She's outside with her brother having a bucket of ice water dumped on her head um, for the challenge for ALS. I did it to myself the other day, the fool that I am. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I did it, um, of course, for the cause, and I work for many causes. And I try to represent um, not just cystic fibrosis, of course, which I lost my two, but... I feel that God has blessed me with strength to help other people, um, many, many other mothers especially, going through grief, through all kinds of things, whether it be suicide or overdoses or cancer. Uh, my friend uh, Ann Kitty, uh, who's been on my show, his daughter had a rare disease, Autumn. Uh, my friend Trish's son um, was in a car accident, who I think she's on the line right now. We'll bring her on in a minute. Um, and I've had, you know, friends that have lost kids to leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you know, and the list goes on and on. So tonight's show actually represents challenges for everything to bring it out in the open because, you know, my friends, it's reality. You know what? None of us get out of here alive. We all go through stuff, but while we're here, we need to help others. Anyhow, um, Trish, I think you're on the line. I'm going to bring you on a minute. It's not about readings tonight. Um, if at some point, maybe we'll do some readings. Um, I don't know if Tana's aware of my friend, but I'm an intuitive. I always have been. I think one of the reasons I used to drink when she was bartending, well, I know, because I had the gift forever, and I didn't know what to do with it. So, um, But we're doing good things with it. Uh, Melissa's also intuitive. And she does the uh, um, automatic writing while we're on the show, and we've brought through um, through the help of God. Um, we don't go looking for this. We get the signs and what have you. And since my children passed, they brought so many signs, and that's what my book is about. It's about our life, what we went through, the signs, what have you, to heal others that are going through grief. But anyhow, I'm going to bring Trish on right now, and uh, let's talk to her for a minute. Okay, hold on. Hi, Trish. Hi, Peggy. How are you, dear? How you doing? Um, you know, I'm doing the best I can be. I'm trying really hard to move forward. And yeah. um, well, it's Ryan's 25th birthday this Sunday, so I'm a bit bored. Uh, when, when is Ryan's birthday? When is his birthday? It's Sunday, the 24th of August, this Sunday. He we'll give a briefing tonight about what, well, we won't go into it, Trish, because that's what the show is about tonight. It's, it's about the challenges, but we're all challenged, especially um, us that have lost children, and that's what my work is about, which you know, Trish. I, I, I think yeah. we've done reading. I've done readings for you privately, right? Uh, yeah, we spoke. We Not really so much. We just spoke, and then you picked up. Uh, we had a lot of dates, and, and remember, like, different dates, I think. Uh, well, your sister was Patricia <laughs> Ann, and I'm Patricia Ann, and then there was dates. I remember there was birth dates or something similar. Right, but I, I've also got messages from Ryan, and so has Melissa, right. right? Oh, yeah, definitely he reached you, yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I met uh, Trish through um, our. I belong to many uh, grieving groups uh, for other parents that have lost children from whether it be like a suicide, murder, uh, illness, what have you. And that's where Trish and I met. And I have thousands of friends now that have gone through our mutual sisterhood of mothers in grief. And that's where Trish and I met. And what I do, and I don't charge, by the way. Maybe at some point I may make a bit. I don't know. But right now I don't feel right about it. I feel that's my gift. I've had the gift since I was nine. Um, was afraid of it most of my life. Chris, you, I've told you the story. They've heard it on my show. Um, and I've actually had ministers on the show, in, uh, Kevin Chappelle, who's I want to do a shout-out to him tonight, and his wife, Stana, who is a medium like me. Um, or actually, actually, she is a, um, uh, uh, um, well, not even a medium. She um, foresees things, you know. But today's their 36th anniversary, so I want to say God bless them tonight and happy anniversary, Stan and Kevin. But he's brought um, things to the show. I don't know if you've been on the show when he's been on, Trish, but um, about the parts in the Bible that says... if you know, I don't go looking for spirit. Spirit finds me. They have been finding me since I was nine. It caused panic attacks since I was a kid. It caused me to get drunk at times and me and be, just be stupid in general. And I own up to that. Kevin yeah, has been on my show a couple times, and he's he's going to be featured on many shows, showing that in the Bible, how especially in the New Testament, he brings up scripture. He's a um, a Baptist uh, ordained deacon, and shows where it's acceptable. It's not of the devil. I mean, there may be people out there doing voodoo and 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 crystal balls and doing Whoopi Goldberg and. I don't do that, you know. I don't sit there with a rag on my head and do crazy stuff, you know. I'm crazy oh, stuff enough. One thing you're also gifted for, I don't know if you even realize it, but honestly, there's times where I have been, like, I have to tell you the truth. Well, okay. Yesterday, I had a terrible day yesterday. You know, it's just that it's coming up on his birthday. So I'm trying to make lemonade here, right? So I Thank said you. To myself, Melissa I hates that. She, you know what? I hope she don't drown in that bucket of ice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't want to tilt a little vodka in that lemonade. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, I'm like, holy crow, right? I, it's it's my son's birthday. I got to uh-huh. be strong for three granddaughters. Like, I have to do something positive for right. Ryan because that's what Ryan would want. You know, I could stay in his bed and cry all day and feel sorry for myself, or I could represent something with his life that is a gift. Lemons to lemonade. Yeah. That's right. So I said, I have got to make some lemonade and stash the vodka on the side if, if need be, right? So I, I, myself, I get a, right, a so. little rum in it, so and I, I don't really even drink anymore. So I said, if I'm going to, and then it gave me Ajita, so I had to stop it. So now I'm drinking chocolate well, milk. I don't either, but I'll tell you, I can't say I might not have one soon here. So I end up, uh, said, you know, I have to do something special. Long story short, I came up with going online, and I found a site that sells butterflies for butterfly releases, and I had wow. to find, like, this perfect package for Ryan. It was almost, like, weird, because all these others were 60 butterflies for this, and they were really these big amounts of butterflies, and I'm thinking, you know, no, it's not a wedding, no, this is just, he's going to be 25. Then I find this one site, like, the last site I looked at was, um, tw- uh, number one package was 25 butterflies. Lady, wow. whatever, lady, you know, 
and fingers or something, butterflies. So I said, I'm going to go with those, and then they gave me the two monarchs, so they're bigger. So if Dad and I want it, let them off. We could let the little grandchildren Chris, let off. Well, let me, Chris, by the way, tell people where you're from, what part of the country. I am from originally Connecticut. I live in New Hampshire at this point still. I'm born, you know, my children born and raised here. Um, mm-hmm. My son was killed on the state highway out here in a, in a tragic car accident. I'm 11, 14, 13. 24 years old. Which was my brother's birthday, 11, 14. That was one of our um, things that I talk about, especially um, my synchronicities, uh, that I found out really kind of about with uh, Ireland. Yeah, because that's my brother's birthday and my grandniece, my uh, niece's daughter. Huh? Hello? 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 what that is. I don't know. I could hear like a wave. I don't Trisha, have are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I don't have anything in my background, so I don't know what it could be. Is it me? I don't know. Were you shaking from here. getting that water dumped over your head? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. Trisha, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Are you Peggy? I can Hold hear on you one Peggy. second. I have, that's never happened before. I don't know whether that's... Well, I Trisha, hear gonna, you. Hello? So I'm one second. I don't know what's happening here. Um, something going on here on my show. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to bring you back on. Hello? Chris, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Peggy? You know, I have to apologize to my listeners. This has never happened before. I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, something's going on in Spanish or Italian, and I'm not quite sure what's going on. Okay. Okay, hold on, please. Chris, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? I'm here. Okay, everybody, um, into my show, obviously, something I acquired through my studio. So I'm going to refresh the show, okay? Hold on, I'll be right back.
Scott. Hello. Hello, Trish. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, something. Uh, did you hear the Spanish or something going on during my show? I don't know what I heard. It was like a weird noise. Yeah, there was somebody talking Spanish. I don't know whether something crossed on my board or whatever, but I will talk to my producer tomorrow about that. I'm not very happy about it. So it could be one of our kids just joking around, <laughs> you know. Uh, we even oh, actually no. lost Melissa. Oh, go my ahead. I'm sorry. Quite, my son was quite the little wise ass, I might tell you. So, yeah, I could well, be Well, my son Mark was a wise ass himself, and so was Meg. So I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a sign or a little joke for the show or what's yeah, going on. Yeah. But I do have a producer, and I will be talking to him tomorrow. Um, because I've never had that happen on the show before. So, um, you know, I can't uh, apologize for something I have no control over, you know. So I run the board, but my producer runs the rest of it. So I will speak to them about that. But who knows, you know, so continue with your story. Let's talk a little bit about Ryan. Trying to make some lemonade out of bitter lemons. And so for Ryan, um, his birthday, um, we're sending him up 25 butterflies. And we're releasing mm-hmm. them. Um, it's either going to be on the water where he grew up on the lake, on Great East Lake. Um, we, he grew up there his whole childhood until he was probably 15. And then that in Connecticut or New Hampshire? That's in New Hampshire here, local. And his grandparents mm-hmm. had a place that he spent, like, most of all summers on the lake. And winter's right. ice fish. And then he was an outdoor kid, so he just loved the outdoors. He did lobstering on the Rye Harbor and Rye Beach here in New Hampshire. So he was my mm-hmm. outdoor kid all the way. So I thought, I have to do something that represents, um, of course, like life and outdoorsy type of thing. And so mm-hmm. I came up with releasing these butterflies. And where it's 25 of them, I think it's kind of neat, you know. Um, well, it's because, you know, Mark, uh, my Mark was 25 November 30th, so they they were just about the same age, and uh, yeah. I know they're together. I mean, you know, you know, I've told, talked to you privately, I've done readings privately, I've done it on the show, what have you, what have you, and um, they're all together on the, on the other side, and they're happy, and I stress that point. People say to me, how the hell do you do it? Um, you know, I, we're human, you know, I still hurt, you know, the pain is real, um, I miss Megan Mark every single second of my being, a moment of time, but because of the signs they've sent me and God has uh, given me the gift that he's given me, which now I'm using to help others and I'm not afraid of it anymore, um, it just shows me they're around us all the time. You know, um, can I ask you something? Actually, I I wasn't going to do readings tonight because we're doing lemons and lemonade, but what's up with the fishing pole with Ryan? With the fishing pole? Yep. Well, let He's me coming tell through. you about that. Uh, I can imagine. Well, Ryan was the kind of kid, Peggy, that he had a 13-year relationship, and in that, like any relationship, they had their ups and their downs and, you know, split ups. 
And any time he would split up with his girlfriend, he would just, like, I would know before. He wouldn't even tell me because he was a very private kid. He would, you just have to figure things out sometimes. He would and go fishing, he would never right? never want to tell you anyone's business, let alone his own. He was very private. And so mm-hmm. I looked, and, um, you know, he'd be up. There'd be the fishing pole over the shoulder. He's getting in the truck and putting it in. And I would know right away, oh, he's fighting with a girlfriend. And he would always go to a spot his grandfather showed him. Um, well, he went to many spots also. Okay, fishing okay and he's fun. coming through again. He's telling me, who who is Ralph? Who is Ralph? Ralph? Yeah, Ralph. Ralph. Hmm. I don't know of any Ralph. You know how I do my readings. Write it down. It may mean nothing now. It may mean something in the future. It's happened to me because even though my kids show me the signs, I don't read myself. Three years later, Deb Hanlon is my medium up in Newburgh. Did my show a few weeks ago. She's amazing. And I used to look at her sometimes like, what, are you, what the hell are you talking about? And three well, years later, things Honestly, you could be on to anything because with this kid, um, Peggy, 450 showed up for his services, and that was without even telling hardly anyone. So if I ever told and had my dad's family, it would have been like, you know, he knew people. My daughter was like, Mom, I'd go to parties, and, like, my brother was four years younger, and they'd go, you any drugs, sister? You know, everyone knew the kid. He just was so known. And so there could be a oh, that's another thing. Your daughter is Meg, right, Megan? Megan, that's right. Yeah, and, and Ryan actually passed on my brother, Bob, uh, who I'm spending the weekend with's birthday, November 14th. My brother, we we talk we, about the sync of the show. Yeah, because it's my brother Timmy's birthday, and that's Ryan's right. godfather. And that's um, also my great-niece Haley's birthday. So it was like weird okay. because I'm like, oh my lord, why did God take it? Throw to me right now, hon, and you know how he does with me. He's saying uh, something about Ralph. I don't know. You got to check into the Ralph thing. I don't know who the heck that is. I really don't. I, you know what? Like I said before, when I do my readings, it's a puzzle to me. They give me messages. They give me signs. They show me things. And Ralph is big. I don't know what the heck so write it down and, and you know, do a little investigation and see what that's about. But he was also showing me the fishing pole, which you've never told me before about him, about the uh, when he would, you know, get pissed at the girlfriend and, and do the fishing thing. So um, I didn't know that, right? I hope he's fishing in heaven because he loved to fish, loved it. Okay, well, they do everything. You know what? People think heaven is, and you know how many times I've said it on my shows? This is, I think, 30th or 31st show tonight. You know, everybody thinks heaven is like a bunch of cherubs floating on crowds, uh, clouds pray, playing harps. It's not that way. It's just like here. It's a mirror image of here. It's brighter colors. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you listened to my show, where I actually had my first dream visit with Meghan Mark and... The next week, I actually broke down on my own show when I had my guests, um, both authors, and had their show called Ask the Angels with uh, Kristen DeMonk and yeah. um, Sonny Wells. And the kid was bugging them the whole show, and Mark came through telling me, Mom, I'm proud of you, and blah, 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 to a guy I just brought in, and my late brother through. It's crazy. You know, there's no control over this sometimes, you know. And my shows really are not about me. It's it's healing to me, too. I'm not going to lie. But I feel that God chose me and gave me the strength that he's given me. 
and through a lot of ups and downs. It's been hard for me, too, man. You know, Tana, who's still listening, um, my friend here, she'll tell you. I mean, I was crazy white Russian peg to the point where they wanted to serve me. I, I had gotten a DWI, ran through a truck. I admit to my mistakes, but, you know, the difference is the um, the point of what they call uh, insanity. It's like... Insanity is, you know, doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. If you don't learn from it, then you got a problem. But we all all go through things. We're human, you know? And we all make mistakes. Yeah. Right. Hold on. I got Melissa back on the line. I want to see. Oh, Trish, hold on. I want to hear how wet she is. Okay. <laughs> Melissa? Hello. Okay, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm a little cold. I've been actually, I've been on the line, but it hasn't been working when I've been talking to you guys, so I just called back. You, well, you have to go back. Uh, I just want to tell my listeners that my shows are all archived. Melissa, right after you left, I'm talking to Trish, because it's Ryan's 25th birthday coming up, and she's doing a Uh butterfly butterfly release. And Tana's on the phone. All of a sudden, I'm hearing somebody talking in Spanish and blah, 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 blah. And nobody else is on the lines here because, you know, my board is lit up. I can see who's calling. I had to, like, keep my board. Thank God Tana hung on and Chris hung on. I lost you during that. I don't know what the hell that was about, whether it was my son Mark, who was a jokester, you know, coming through and doing a little joke here. But there was no reason for it. I'm going to give hell to my producer tomorrow about it. Yeah. (laughs) But you you have to go back and listen to it. I have no idea. So maybe there's a message for me, Trish, or or some of our listeners in that message. But they were talking Spanish uh, or Italian or something. Uh, Oh, welcome to Howard Sternet here, you know. (laughs) So, well, um, anyhow, um, I can see it on my Facebook. Me too, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I posted the video on Facebook so you guys can watch it. Okay. On your, on my Facebook? It's on my Facebook. So if you just go to my page, you can see it. Okay. Go to uh, my niece, Melissa M. I M M. You can go to her Facebook and see her getting the ALS challenge. Yeah. So, um,. You know, hopefully, you know, I know people listen to me many ways. I have to do my daily, um, you know, they can listen to us in many, many ways. And I don't know, except for the callers that are calling in, because my, my radio board is in front of me. But I do my stats every day, and you can be doing it in, on um, different ways. So, um uh, to make a long story short, if you go to her site right now, Melissa M., she's gonna, she did her ALS challenge. So, you know, hopefully other people will call in. I'm hoping you're doing the lemons and lemonades that represent cystic fibrosis tonight in memory of Meghan Mark. But we're representing all challenges tonight. Um, we want to hear your stories. Um, I'm here for you. Uh, to vent. Um, my show is about that. You know, Melissa, right? We vent yeah. about our grieving process, um, which, um, you know, I've lost many, and I'm not going to go on with my story, but and you have too in different ways. You know, my parents, who are your grandparents, my my two children, and my nephew, who are your cousins, and my brother and sister, who are your aunt and uncle, and the list goes on and on, okay? But a grief from um, a grieving parent, grief is very different. That is forever, right, Chris? Oh yeah, it is. Hey Peggy, it's, it's is there anything very... 
Is there any way you can talk to my husband? He's been always listening in, but never got a word to ever talk to you. Is there any way? Put him on the, you? Put him on right the phone. And what's his name? His name is Scott, and he was Ryan's really. They were very close, and he's really sad himself. So worth making lemonade okay. out of friends together. Hold on. It's about girlfriend Hello. tonight. Put him on the phone. I'm here. Hi, Scott. How are Hello. you? Good. How you doing? How you doing? Not bad. You think I'm nuts? <laughs> no, God is. <laughs> is there anything no. um, that you would like to know, or anything that you'd like to contribute to the show? And I'm um, sure Trish, your wife, told you. You know, I've lost two children, and I've read her, and we do readings on the show, and I've had other people read her, and what have you. Is there anything that you'd like to know, or any questions? Um. Well. I'd just like to know that Ryan's safe and happy wherever he is and that, uh, you know, I'll be glad to see him again someday, you know. And, and you will. You. you will. Just through I, the veil, honey, and you know, I'm going to tell you something, Scott. That veil is thinning, and, you know, we all sit here and we we talk about the Bible and, 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 and revelations and, you know, but lately um, – if we've had the blood moons, the super moons, the um, the the star showers, um, angels appearing. If you ever, if Chris could show you my site, um, appearance of angels in Florida, and there were and Melissa put on my show. Melissa, this is Scott, by the way. Melissa's Hi. my co-host. Hi. And Hi, Melissa post. <laughs> Well, she posted a picture last week, and it, I don't know what God looks like. I guess I know when I get there, but this was a huge figure in the sky. And if you go to my sites, I post this. I have many sites, um, not just my main page, but I have a site. Uh, what's the name of my other site? <laughs> I'm terrible. What's, what signs do your loved ones send you or something like that? I have actual physical yeah. pictures of my late husband at my son's um birthday event I do every year to raise uh, toys for kids in the hospital with his illness that my I lost my daughter and son to. Uh, my husband, who died nine months before my son, um, appeared in the picture along with other crazy stuff. Um, I have a picture of my son who appeared in, and excuse the noise in the background, I have another son who's laughing with his video games right now. I tell him to be quiet, <laughs> but it's part of life, man. But anyhow, to make a long story short, I have a picture that my son showed up in somebody's door in Jersey who I didn't know. It was on a paranormal site that I just joined for whatever reason. Something drew me to it. And I said, oh, my God. And this guy goes, I just got married. My wife took a picture. Some kid's face appeared in the door. And I look at him like, my God, it's my son. So um, have Trish bring you to that site so you can see it. I, I don't, It's not just about me doing my intuitive uh, medium readings and, and Melissa doing her you know, her readings and intuitive Deborah that I've had on the show. I've had many mediums on the show. Um, I have solid proof. These are not Photoshop. I swear as God is my judge. Okay. He's in heaven. He's in heaven, and heaven is not in the clouds and not above. I've been taught because I'm working with other mediums now. Um, it's, it's just a dimension outside of here. Okay. It, there are it's, hard to, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, you know what? I'm human, too. I, it's hard for me to explain, being intuitive, not. But I just want you to know comfort. I, I've given your wife readings. Ryan has come through several times to me. Uh, yep. Tonight he came through, and I wasn't going to do any readings tonight, but I saw the fishing poles, and she goes, oh, my gosh. 
when he got pissed at his girlfriend. Howard Stern out here. I don't care. I say the word. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> but I am who I am. I'm but I saw the fishing pole and she, right now. That what? I'm picturing you with like big black curls like Howard Stern right now. Every time you say oh, Howard yes. Stern, I picture that. I'm like, oh, she's wearing a wig. She was like, share. Go suck a lemon, Melissa. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I just need some lemonade. Oh, my God. Oh, I You know what, Scott? Our show is about reality, and a lot of people don't want to face it because we're we're all, you know, just mortals, you know, and and none of us get out of here alive, but we're here to learn, you know, and our kids chose us to come here uh, for whatever lessons to bring us closer to God, and and I do believe in him. I'm a Christian. I'm Episcopal. Melissa's Catholic. I've had... um, now a partner coming on the show that wrote a book about um, who's a, a Baptist uh, uh, ordained deacon, he, uh, Kevin Chappelle, who wrote uh, the book called The Bible, uh, the truth about uh, um, you know uh, mediums basically and people with spiritual gifts or psych- psychics. And um, so you know what we're trying to bring people closer to the truth, you know, and that's what life's about. And. Yeah. Your son did come through tonight. Uh, I know his 25th birthday is coming up, and God bless him. But I want you to know that he's all around you. Uh, You know, your your wife has shared stories with me about your grandchildren, and especially about your your granddaughter who has uh, Down syndrome and how she spoke things even prior to his death. So, you know what, the signs are very intense around you guys, so I want you to just have peace with that, okay? I do, yeah. Thank you. You know, so, and, you know, Scott, you're welcome on the show anytime. You know, my show is every Tuesday night live. Uh, Everything is archived. You can go back and listen. And, um, you know, and that's what it's about. It's to bring peace because I guess God gave me this gift to use it, and that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm not going to be afraid of it anymore. I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to put myself down. And I don't give a damn who cares, who who thinks I'm an idiot by... There's times that he says you're doing a good job. His friends just pulled up. But there's times like yesterday, I started to tell you, when I read something you wrote, you are the funniest person. So if you ever get tired of being a, if you ever get tired of being a medium and doing this, then you could be a comedian because you crack me up. I know, she's funny. Oh, let me tell you something. I've been oh, known man, that. I got this, like, comedic head. Eggy the jackass. I have a friend, you know, I have a lot of friends. Tana's listening still uh, that has, and Tana's known me for years, and she knew my daughter Meg. But I have a friend in Croton whose daughter, and um, I'm going to do a little plug, too, for the grandstand tonight. Bose, I grew up with him. His aunt, that sister was my sister, is my sister's god. Well, she passed, but my sister's godmother. I used to walk into the bar, and he says to me, when American Idol came out, he goes, you are the original American Idol. And I'm like, what? He goes, Peg, you're everything. He goes, you're a stand-up comedian, yes, and I sing. And Ken, I'll tell you that, too. I, do care. I, I did used to do karaoke. I haven't done it much anymore. You know, he, he, goes, he goes, you don't know. He goes, you're, you're America's talent. But I've been told the comedian thing because, you know what, some of us that go through so much in life, we, and, and <clears throat> I did a show last week about Robin Williams, okay? And we kind of take 
here again, the lemons to lemonade and make it into something positive. So I've taken the pain over my life. And it's just, even prior to my children being born and death, there was a lot of stuff in my life, okay? I've used that and done kind of comic relief. And i that's what life's about. we got to, like, make the lemons and the lemonade. But thank you for that. Now, what did I post that made you laugh? Tell me I let make it laugh. <laughs> What did you post is the question. I have not laughed in nine months and six days. Ryan's been taken away. Now, he was our funny one. He was the kind of Mm -hmm. kid that would have everything going wrong, so many problems, say that, you know, really depressed, and he'd still turn around and make everyone laugh. He was just that kind Mm -hmm. of kid he had in him. He was a funny kid. And I have not laughed since he left the surf. Like, nobody's funny like him, and that's one thing that everybody's been saying, like my daughter. Put any naked it's pictures like out you, of me, did I? I don't know if you can't have to stop this time. I'd be like, yeah, everyone needs to make them laugh, right? I'm kidding. I actually laughed at the little Jeffrey. I was like, God bless her. She's just like my son. He would say anything he felt. He would say, speak your mind. Yeah. Be real. Say it how you see it, Ma, you know? And I was just like, oh, that is so, I loved it. I just loved that about you. But not only are you real. Not but to tell me what I did. I don't just what you know. You're real, but you're real funny too. Let me tell you, you cracked me up. You you just could make anyone laugh when they're in the middle of tears. Oh, well, thank you. And you know what? That's what, you know, Chris, you've called the show. We've cried together. And, you know, yeah. people think because I'm an intuitive medium and, and, and uh, that I've lost kids and that they've come to me and what have you that, you know, it, it, it is very sad. I mean, we are human. But during this experience, which is called life, um, we're going to have our ups and downs, you know, and it took me a long time to get that sense of humor back. I'm going to tell you something. The first five weeks after my son passed, everybody had me on suicide watch because I told everybody I can't do this again. I just can't do it okay. again. Well, now, I, I mean, losing you. one is bad enough. Losing two is beyond Beyond, and and I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I wasn't. I would sit and my boyfriend Tom at the time we split the year and a, well 15 months ago, and he, I have to say even though what happened he was good he was there through it all with me, and he used to say to me Peg you got to start sleeping. I'm like get the hell away from me you know leave me alone and this poor guy was staying up watching me on suicide watch, and I was yeah. swearing and I was cursing on Facebook and I had people yelling at me like what's wrong you know, shape up or what the hell's wrong. You know what? <laughs> Go through it and see what it feels like. You know, you cannot, cannot. Excuse me a second. Daniel, I still have another son who's hooting and howling the other. I'm about ready to choke him. <laughs> but um, anyhow, I can't stress Daniel, enough that actually my came back. Did you just say Daniel? Was that your son? That's my son who does not shut up on that 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 those games. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We got something else in common. My brother that went to heaven at forty six from diabetes is Daniel. Daniel really? Michael. Yep. Daniel. Right. Michael. Well, Daniel's Daniel Christopher. Um, what's his birthday, by the way? Daniel was April seventh, four oh seven. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I just I'm had to ask because I looked. Uh, Melissa's got, April. I, I'm April second, yeah. He grew his wings on January twenty first. Really? Wow. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. So you like yeah, me? You've lost a or you've lost a child. Both and and... Yeah, both he and my father. It's weird because they both left um, on um, a year apart of the same disease, well, I... which was diabetes, kidney failure. Yes. And then well, that's my, um, my husband, Agent Orange, diabetes. He left. My brother, uh, people like look at my sites, April and May. Don't even go to my Facebook because it's crazy. Because in April and May, uh, April 18th, my dad uh, died on my my late sister. She was still alive at the time on her birthday, April 18th. April 21st. My brother-in-law's birthday, Richie. He was a you're kidding. Chief. Oh, my goodness. Well, well April 18th. Wow. That was my dad on my sister's birthday. April 21st, uh, five years later, my brother died of pancreatic cancer a day before his own birthday. April 22nd, my brother, my brother, my husband died on my late brother's birthday, a day after my brother, who my late, my late, I don't know, maybe I uh, Vision here, but my ex-boyfriend Tom's dad's father's birthday was also April 22nd. May, my daughter, my sister, my sister-in-law, and my mom all died a week apart. All on birthdays, all on holidays. Meg died on Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. But let's not go into about me. You know, I mean, I, I kind of, like, tell people things about me because it isn't about me. So they can relate, you know, so they can relate to things. So I, I don't understand. Like Scott just lost his brother um, in January 21st. No, sorry, two days after my brother. So he died on January 23rd, yet my brother uh-huh. died on January 21st, right? And 10 months mm-hmm. later, not even 10 months, because he died in January and then November 14th. So my husband lost his only sibling and his brother, mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, and his only son in 10 mm-hmm. months' time. And it just seems yep. so weird. It's always like um, it comes in a couple pairs, and it's always like that. That's right near or within the year or within ten months. I don't know. It just seems like the that's. Is that, I'll tell you, my husband. My husband and I uh, were married till the end. We never divorced for insurance purposes, but. We had gotten very close again at the end. We were actually, when he died, married uh, 39, um, 38 years. Okay, so I was taking care of him when I was taking care of Mark. I was taking care of my dying husband and son at the same time, both in the hospital, both in the ICU. It was hell on earth. My husband died nine months before my son. Uh, he died on 422. My son died on 22 at 922 at 22 at 20, um, two months and two days after his 22nd birthday. So that's and my 22 numbers, which one of the, um, the visions, the things that I've had since I was nine years old, since I came out of the coma with my supposed encephalitis, which actually was the beginning of my MS, um, I've had premonitions about death through those numbers and the veil, I call it, never knowing who it was. I get it. It happens to me. And then I get a call like like I got a couple of weeks ago. My friend Bill passed. And a lot of things are going on. I got strange phone calls and nobody was on the other end. And it was 222. It was crazy. So the, the numbers are very significant. But if you go into um, Doreen Virtue, who I did angel card readings for a while because I thought that's how I could do this. But I learned it was just like a tool. I don't need it, okay? I do it, but I don't need it, okay? She has books about 
angels' um, communication with us, and it's through numbers. And, um, you know, I don't get it. Like I said, you know what? I got the premonitions. I, 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 I'm i not only psychic. I mean, some you have mediums that, you know, um, can read like I do. You have, like, Melissa. But you have – I also have the gift of premonitions. I see things. Um, I can walk in and pe- people laugh. And Tana's still on the line, and I'm sure she's going to start giggling. Okay. I used to come into the bar and I always sat in the corner. No matter what bar I would go into when I used to drink heavy, okay? You there? Yes. And everybody goes, you know, nobody puts baby in the corner. I used to sit in the corner because while I was sitting in bars, because of my premonitions and also able to read minds at times, I sat there because spirit was coming through. And everybody goes, why do you always sit in the corner? Because I'm sitting in a bar and everybody's getting drunk. And I'm trying to get drunk to get rid of all this. Okay, plus deal with my crap in my life. But I'm reading people. I'm reading people. And I'm like, ugh. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought I was nuts. You know? Now I know I'm not. I'm nuts. See, I'm nuts. You know, I'm, I'm me. But I'm not. You know, I'm not nuts. I mean, things were happening. Thank God I now am um, open with my gift. And uh, I've been – actually, I'm going to be doing a workshop with James Ron Prague. Um, I think it's September, October. Um, everybody knows about him, but I'm well, going to be I doing a workshop. I don't think you're nuts at all. I don't think you're nuts because – No, well, you know. You've heard my shows. You've heard me read people from Timbuktu. I think it's just some people I, I have don't callers all over the world. Oh, no, like, my son got into trouble. I swear to God, I had two dreams that my house has got raided. Now, how do you have dreams? Because I own a rental next door. He lived in it and rented it. Sure enough, mm-hmm. two houses got raided. Then I have a dream two times that he died within right before he died, before my granddaughter right. said he was going to And then he dies. Like, it just doesn't happen like that. I mean, that's when I actually told my daughter, holy shit, she is my friend. Yep. I'm really scared. I go, I, I am scared to tell. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> I go, no, I it's okay. I've talked to my producer about good with it. I'm good with it. Like you're staying awake all night long like somebody that does drugs when I don't, and it's like because I'm so afraid to go to sleep that I'm going to have uh-huh. these type of things happen, dreams or thoughts or whatever they really are, because I wasn't even sure because my um, phone, when I went to sleep, it didn't give me enough time to seem to be that I would have been in a dream, so I'm like, was this like just a thought in my like before I went to oh, let, let me explain something, being intuitive, and I am working with some famous mediums right now. I'm not going to mention names, but I have been working with them. Um, and believe it or not, Peggy from Crowdon Hudson is working with some famous mediums because I am gifted. Okay. <clears throat> what I'm learning about dreams, if you go and have a dream and it's like a nightmare and scared as all crap, okay, that's a nightmare. That's not a dream visit. I, prior to my show with, um, I, I don't know whether it was with Deb Handlin, who's my, my personal medium, or uh, Sonny, um, Sonny Wells that brought Mark through when I broke down on the show. I had my first dream visit with both my kids. I astroplaned, and whether you believe it or not, we do it. When you're sleeping, sometimes the soul can leave the body. I was there with them. And it almost verbatim what was said to me in the message on the show that night. 
okay, was what happened in my dream visit with my children. I've never had a dream visit with Meg and Mark at the same time, and they were both there, and they were healthy, and they're like, Mom, we're healthy, and we love you, and we're proud of you, and Mark is hugging me, and Meg's hugging me, and, you know, whatever, you know? But if it's a nightmare, and you're well, hell, that's a that's a night that's a nightmare. But if you're feeling things, and as a medium, I can tell you now because, like I said, I'm working with others. Um, I'm learning, learning. I'm in the learning process, and that's why I'm doing well, the James Van Prog. That kid, remember what he said that when the guy thought it was his father, and he got the picture with the older guy with the glasses. Yeah, it was the grandpa. Was right. It was him as a younger guy with no, and he goes, nobody wears glasses in heaven. Because they're all, yep. everything's perfect. They, their ailments, all their pain in their hearts, or their diseases, to any ailment, exactly. period. Like, my next book coming out, and I have been digitally, digitally, MS, can't say it, digitally working, that's my attitude. Melissa will tell you, my next book coming out, If you know, my, my first one is still a bestseller. My book was out two weeks before I even knew it was out. My publisher is an idiot. Sorry. And it was on the bestseller list already. It's still, I've been number one bestseller in CF category. Melissa will tell you, I've posted it on Facebook, oh, yeah. what have you. Her and I check my, it all the time, too, to make sure it's right on up there because we know how great it is. I'm right on there. All right. Sometimes yeah. I go to... And then I grow, I go back to two number one. I amazed myself. That was an outline of my life. This next book coming out. I have three more books. But raising Hannes in heaven. Let me tell you something, Trish. That book. I can't even believe it. I get chills reading my own book. I can't believe the stories. The way my kids have come to me. Uh, messages from their. Friends, I, I just went to a, you know, um, everybody used to laugh at me like, oh, you're everybody's mother. I, you know, people don't realize I had four of my own natural-born children, but I took in other kids over the years for whatever reasons. Friends of my kids that were thrown out or on drugs. Them. But I'm going to tell you something. I went wedding this past weekend with a girl that I took care of. Uh, I won't go into the circumstance since she was about six, seven. She got married. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> it, it was like unreal experience because at her wedding, I didn't expect it. A lot of well, her the guy that she married, uh, grandmother. I think I just talked about it was my mother's best friend and my sister's godmother. The her the, the her mother-in-law now was my my mom called her her fourth daughter. So that's another synchron not beyond synchronicity. It's like kind of a six degree of separation type of thing. Okay, where God, the plan, you know what, he's a man, man. Like I said, you know, I, I talked about, I've been bitching this week about on Facebook about people, you know, I've got 11, 1,200 people on my one page. But some people just do it to be nosy or say, well, you know, she's an asshole or whatever. I don't care what they, I used to care what people, I don't care anymore. I know who I am. That's something right. that's happened children died. I know who I am. I will admit to my DWI, which I've done in my book, but, you know, the the, the question of insanity versus sanity, you know, making the, the same mistakes over, it taught me each thing, stupid thing that I've done in life has taught me lessons. 
But it's brought me to who I am now, which is finally I have found yeah, peace of who I'm now. All I know is you're real. The one thing I love about you, see, my son was that kind of real person. He experienced uh-huh. some drugs. He experienced some drugs. He never lied about it. He never denied it. He said, Mom, I tried this. He would tell you the truth, whether it killed you. He was honest. Yep. And that to mm-hmm. me is like my daughter oh, said. You know, I used to get drunk as from my brain. Was, there was somebody one time at a bar, I'm going to tell you something about me, that looked at me and says, there's something wrong with your brain. Well, you know, I got MS. Yeah, there was. When I drank what I drank, it screwed me up, and I used to come out with some stuff, and I'm like, but I'll admit it, because I'm going to tell you what kind of, not cured me, but showed me something, okay? One night, about two years before Mark passed, I went out to a bar, Right? My son picked me up, and he actually videotaped me, White Russian Peg. Lolita, they called me. My friends had named her. He videotaped me. And it was during the David Hasselhoff from was it Dukes of Hazard, you know, throwing, shoving the hamburgers in the mouth. And I yeah. saw what a true ass I was. And my son said to me, this is what you look like. Well, that's so funny because my son is the one that got me to see because I'm Irish, so you already know we like to drink. And, um, uh-huh. you know. American Irish, I know. I love it. That's the thing. I could weigh 90 pounds, but I could drink more than a 300-pound man. And I'm not kidding. Oh I have. 90 pounds. Thanks, like, you know. People say, how do you drink? Like, you can drink 10 apples. You need to walk a straight line. And I go, yeah, and I can tell the guy is an asshole who has the door, too, you know. And it's like, yeah. I don't know if you speak clearly in the whole bit, but it's the Irish blood, you yeah. know, so I could tend to drink more than I should, let's say. But I could still stand my ground. And my son, you know, he was the one who he was like, you know, you know, Mom, sometimes, because I was, I was like, it would almost make me stronger where I, I didn't care what anyone thought. Same thing. And he's yeah. like, you know, you could be a real asshole because he did some bouncing. Yeah, at, like, bike, muscle. You know, yeah. Bare muscles. Let's face it, bike week, there's full of some crazies. And he says, Mom, he says, I take and I bounce at the new club. My sister shows up. It's real embarrassing when I have to take her out and I because all these guys are trying to hit on her. My daughter's beautiful. He goes, I, never again will she come to a club where I'm bouncing. Never again. And, like, he was just huh? the funniest kid, but he made me realize what what, Let me ask you a question. Ryan was a bouncer? Ryan was a bouncer, too, yes. My older son, yeah. Don, it was in Carolina. He was a bouncer. Yeah, he was a bouncer, he was a, too. He's a very strong boy. He did wrestling all through. He like They sent him to you. Well, I'll house. tell you when I told my son he had enough. There was a club here in my hometown, uh, Club Graffiti, where my son was a bouncer, and he was um, bouncing at a club, Hollywood, I think, in New Rochelle. And one night he's talking to a friend about this woman he had met who was older than me. I said, you did what? I, <laughs> I said, that's it. Your bouncing days are over there, pal. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, that's so funny. One of the mediums, I don't remember if it was on your show. It was. Uh-huh. It was. I believe it was. In fact, I'm pretty positive because I have not spoke to anyone else on the phone. So I know it was. Uh-huh. Because I've seen one in person, and we hired her. I told you on a private thing to come to the house. Then we took her to the accident scene and everything. We hired her for that. So she, um, one on your show actually told me that my son was a big hit up there with the girls too, and like he was a very handsome kid. I'm like, oh, I can imagine. Well, I see. I see. But 
Brian, who was gorgeous, sure. like Mike. We couldn't move forward past that girl. He was really in love with the 13 years, but it's a shame because yep. he had many chances. You know, he was a beautiful, I mean, absolutely stunning. He could have, like, all really part of the, to do modeling, all part of the you know? plan. Yep. You know, that's what I said. It seems like God is very choosy, and he picks the most amazing people that are on this earth to go back early. That's what I have noticed. Well, you know so, what? What is it? Uh, is it Billy Joe only the good die young? It's true. Yeah, it's true. Really yeah. true. Yeah. I think heaven's yep. got to be really amazing because it's really filled with some amazing Heck yeah. people. Heck yeah. I personally I believe in this. I don't believe and don't hold it against Hell on earth, baby. You know, and I give you guys a chance to talk with someone else. I'd like to share something. I don't know if my daughter's on tonight or not. Ed, you know what? I have a lot of just people on my board right now. Um, okay. They have to hit one to be in the queue to talk. Uh, okay. I just have people on the board tonight listening to the show. And okay. so don't worry about it. Go with your bad self. Real quick, I got something really good to say that's also, uh, I would say, making lemonade out of lemons. Okay, mm-hmm. I was having a blue day today, and sometimes, like, my daughter and I, I've been kind of um, a wedge between us. Not that I've been, you know, but I don't want her to see me torn apart like I've been. So I try to keep my mm-hmm. distance. And when I'm around her and the kids, I try to put on a, you know what I'm saying. So I, yeah, uh, I know. A fake smile, whatever it is, you try to do it. And so, meantime, today she texted me because I told her, I said, I just feel very, you know, like half, half a mom. I used to be a whole mom. I had my two kids. Now I'm only half a mom. I said, it's just a very empty feeling. I can't explain. So I was trying to communicate I, and explain things to her. I posted something today about uh, people, how they treat people that have lost kids. You know, a lot of us, and I don't mean to be rude, but that's who I am. I'm not trying to be rude, but trying to get a point across. People have to realize that people that have lost children, especially moms, you know, Scott, I'm not leaving you out. Uh, by the Hi. way, that's my nephew's sister's son's name, Scott. Um, but anyhow, to make a long story short, um, you know, um, uh, I don't know. I, I just lost the train of thought. Just go with yourself. I'm sorry. I, 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 what I'm trying to say, I posted something today saying that people treat grieving parents like work nuts like we're crazy and i wrote something today where no we lost our heart we lost part of our soul our every part of our being but you know what we still have our minds we have our memories and that's what we have to go with you know when we post our kids our kids well you know what that's all we got left of them you know if do you remember my poem um empty chairs at the table that i got Thousands of responses. You know, I've got my poetry book coming out, but uh, empty chairs at the table. People talk about the emptiness. They're all oh, my kids going to college, and but you know what? Your kids come home from college, okay? Megan, Mark, and Ryan, and all my other listeners, my other parents that I counsel, our kids don't come home that way for the holidays, okay? It's different. It's different. And people empty chairs at the table. Like I noticed, like because I used to be. Uh, you know, have a lot of people in my life, and I've noticed that not that I just feel alienated. It's almost as if you feel like you have a disease or something. Oh, yeah. They and think I, we're mentally ill. You know, people like, people wow. sit there, and I, I kind of laugh because, like you said, you enjoy my sense of humor. And you've told me before, even though you said you had a laugh at something, which I don't know what it is yet, but I've talked to you before. I brought Ryan through and what have you. But then you said, you make me laugh. Nobody makes me laugh anymore. 
you know, and I, I can't help it, you know. I just, that's who I am. I thank God you know? that I, that's why God got us to me, you know, because I needed that laugh. been a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, Megan gave me a real good little piece of advice today uh, on a positive note, which was um, she told me how she was always so afraid to die, and she was petrified, in fact. And right. I said, that's funny. I said, that's funny you say that, because I always was, too. And I just got to tell them. I got some people, you know, I was petrified of death before I lost a child. And it's like, I don't know. All I can say is out of the loss of my son it has brought um, this feeling that I'm so welcoming death. Like, I am not afraid. In fact, no, 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 I, no. Well, I, let me, let me get something fresh. What I tell people, I'm more live. Living hurts, man. Living sucks. Yeah. I mean, so, I think I mean, here on Earth we have the beauty. I, I, I actually posted something uh today or yesterday, uh, somebody did this video of seven days somewhere, I can't remember where the hell it was, and it was seven days and seven nights, you know, and oh, people I talk actually, about I posted pollution. it on my Facebook. Did you? Well, yeah, I, 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 I got it from too. somewhere else. Well, I didn't get it from oh, you. Okay. I don't know if you got me. But anyhow, it's like, you know, I think on earth we get a little piece of heaven, we get a little piece of hell. Okay? Yeah. Heaven is just heaven. So... Even before my dad passed away, and I've, I've, I've talked about it in a couple of shows, and I spoke about it in my book where the butterfly thing came up with him. My dad worked for the Episcopal Church. He wasn't a minister. He belonged to the vestry. He was a sexton. He worked the railroad by day, church by night and weekends, okay? Keeper of the grounds, caretaker. But I had a sister every sermon. That was his job. So when he took us to church, he had to be there to work. Saturdays, a lot of times I go with him to help clean the, uh, you know, the, the the church and the pews and the cushions and and the uh, the hall and what have you. And but I am glad that I had that because it instilled in me something that I need now. That I need now. You know, you know, I went through the teen years too. It's like I'm sick of this crap. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know, happy, happy, joy, joy. I'm just gonna hang out and party. You know, but I'm glad I had that. You know, but it showed something to me. It showed something to me that, um, you know, that we have here on Earth a little taste like a both. Okay, and I said something, Dad, that I put in my first book that. you know, my dad said to me prior to his death, we were sitting on his deck, and he worked, you know, for the Episcopal Church, and next thing you know, on Wednesday, he's having all the witnesses coming over, and he's going to this other church. He's trying to cover all territories, and I used to have to sit there and listen to Earl Roberts with both. My mother was a Methodist. Her mother played in the, the church. She played the organ, and, and, and my father, the Episcopalian, and Oral Roberts, and Billy Graham, and she can't talk, you know. But all of a sudden, this was about six months prior to his death, uh, and I put it in the book, like I said. My dad goes, what do you think it's going to be like? Something came to me, and it's so simple. And it was the butterfly experience, which even Kevin Chappelle, who, wrote, who was a deacon, uh, wrote about in my um, – once he read my book and gave me a review, the reference to the butterfly. We are. We are the caterpillar here on Earth. Our bodies represent a caterpillar, caterpillar, and our souls are the butterfly. And I, I said that to him that day. I said, Dad, while we're here, this is our caterpillar. That's our body. That's not us. You know, some are pretty, some are ugly, some are Siamese twins and have two, three heads, whatever. That's. It's not about that. 
it's about the release of the soul, which is a butterfly. And with everything that you've learned here on Earth of the beauty of Earth, it's that release, and that's what heaven's about. All of a sudden, my father, the first time in years, I saw peace come onto his face, and, and then we went on to something else. You know, it was amazing. And then years later, one of the first signs my daughter sent me the day after, and I'm going to plug my book again, Rainbows, Butterflies, and My Last Song. you got to read that book. Yeah, it's a little tedious. I talk about my family history. My mother, the Indian, right, Melissa? My mother was a Chicago Eskimo Indian. My dad was German. You talk about drinking? I got the Indian and German in me, you know. <laughs> but I talk about, but it leads into the signs and the spirituality and the poetry that God wrote that book. I didn't write it. I wrote it physically because he gave me the caterpillar, the use of the hands and the use of the mind and what have you, you know. The energy is the soul, which is forever. Energy cannot die, man. You know, when people just don't get it. They they, a lot of people don't want to listen to me. I see friends that are... You know, on my Facebook, and I was talking about this past week. I got pissed off because I've seen a couple. I want to be honest on the show tonight. I went on a couple sites, okay? And um, I saw people kind of like making fun of my show. Oh, did you hear Peggy on the show? I'm like, screw you. <laughs> you don't like it? Don't listen to it. You know, I'm not a joke, but yet I think it's great what you do. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Don't like one. You know? And I was spiritual even before the loss of, like, my family. I just always had that spiritual side like you. I'm sure you did. So they yep. either have it or they don't. And you know what? I feel sad for them that they don't because one day they're going to be in our shoes. Everybody loses people. That's the one thing we all have in common. Tell everybody. I said, you know what? What did I say when I wrote on my Facebook? I said, I take pity upon them, the fools. Because you know what? If you don't believe it, yeah, you got the empty nest. You got this. You got that. But you know what? One day you're going to lose your mom. One day you're going to lose your dad. Hopefully you won't lose your children like us. You're going to lose a brother. You're going to lose a sister and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was there too. I worried about that. But if anything, God has given me the gift to teach now, okay? It was hard, man. It's still hard. My human side is hard. I miss them every friggin' second. I don't know how I to make one of the shows because, truthfully, my daughter, they call in, and she has three kids, one disabled, so sometimes she can't, and if she can't, you know, it's usually a problem with the little one that's got disability. But, um, right. But she just loves it, and she finds it comforting, and she's told me, and my husband, I mean, he's a guy, and he's sitting here, and he loves it, and... So anybody that couldn't find comfort in it, they just not they're not in the place that they probably need that comfort. That's my opinion. And so uh-huh. who are they to speak if they don't even know where what shoes we're we're in, you know. Chris, what I mean? my show is about, you know, I happen on the show just I actually uh Melissa, actually we've done this on a couple of shows. I wanna bring Melissa on. Melissa, tell her about how the show came about when I read your friend Bethany after I was on Bethany's show. Tell, tell her, tell Trisha's story. Listen to this, Trish. Okay. So I was at work one day, and we were having a shower for somebody that was having a baby boy. So I made a cake and everything, and my friend came over to me, and she said, I just want to tell you something. And I said, okay. So she said, you know, the cake's beautiful and everything, but I have to talk to you about your aunt. And I was like, oh, which one? And she was like, Peggy. And I was like, oh, what'd she do? Because I thought she did something. <laughs> and and she Melissa, said, oh, let me tell you something. Oh, she was. Yeah. And her mother was one or eight, so it could have been many aunts. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> why ahead. I asked, because we got a big family. 
Right. Uh, no, yeah. but she said your aunt came up to me, and we were at, I guess it was a karaoke bar. Is, is that what it was? I haven't been to karaoke in a year. I went by myself. Right. It made me go night. And I always keep a copy of my book with me, and Melissa, continue. I just have to kind of improvise. So go ahead. Tell her what okay. I did. And I did a Teresa Caputo the first time in my life right before the show. Go right. Ahead. So she had said to me, you know, your aunt read me yesterday, and she was spot on with me and with my sisters, and she really, like, freaked us out because she was so accurate. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I said, I said, yeah, she's always, she's always like reading people and she gets it right almost every single time. And she was like, she's literally like Teresa Caputo of Westchester. And I was like, yeah, definitely. So funny. We had and this discussion about, we just had a discussion about that, how spot on you were with was... everything that you said to her. She said, I've never met this woman before. She came up to me and just had a feeling she had to talk to me. And she goes, she made us cry and she made us like, think about our mom that passed on and it was just a very moving moment for her and her family so she shared well, with I'll, me I'm going to explain the situation um, I broke up with my boyfriend uh, 15 months ago uh, in June 15th last year this was prior to the show my show started in January I have not been a karaoke for years not years well maybe four times in years something that night and I don't go out because I work a lot writing and helping counseling and whatever whatever and something said go out now I have a mess uh, people that know me don't realize I use a walker now because I can't walk far without it I went into this place. It was packed. Firehouse Grill in Peekskill. I wanted to go to karaoke. The guy that runs the show was very good friends with my daughter, Meg. They worked together when Meg was 15, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, <clears throat> two days prior to this, and this is before my show, I had, uh, through a friend, asked to be on the Bethany show, uh, Bethany Frankel. Brought my book, whatever. I ended up in the audience. They got my book. I didn't know whether I was going to be on as a guest that day, whatever, whatever. Ended up in the audience. So I never heard the name Bethany in my life before. Two days later, no, no it was one day later, one I day. go to this bar to yeah. karaoke. Uh, because of my, my issues with my walking, I, I need a place to sit. There's one chair, and it's at a table with a bunch of people. I said, look it. And I always keep a copy of my book with me. And I said, um, do you mind if I sit here? I have trouble. Well, no, 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 don't worry about it. It was this girl, Bethany. Another Bethany. I'm like, oh, I never heard this name. And I didn't know her name at that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I go and I sit down, and we start talking. And I said, oh, yeah, Tony that does karaoke was good friends with my late daughter. <coughs> Excuse me. And then she says to me, oh, my gosh, you lost two. I said, yeah, I've lost two. And next thing, I, one thing led to another. I show her my book. And my, my author name is my hyphenated maiden name and my married name, Imanisi. She goes, Im, she goes, are you related to Melissa? I said, yes. And what's your name? She goes, Bethany. I'm like, oh, my God, my heart sank. Second, two times in a week, I heard the name Bethany. She goes, I'm a teacher with Melissa. She goes, are you related? I said, uh, yeah, she's the editor of this book and my niece, and this is before the show. And all of a sudden, I did a Teresa Caputo. I mean, I could have done that a lot over the years because that's why you sit yeah. in the corners of the bar. But the odds because of I was reading somebody that right knows left me so like, closely, yeah. Oh, my God. So I started telling her about her mother and her relationship. And she goes to me, I'm a non-believer. She goes, you just made me believe. I don't do Teresa Caputo. I'm a lot like her. I'll see I thought blonde. you were Howard Sternett. <laughs> 
I'm a little bit of everything, okay? <laughs> a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. So your name is actually but Howard anyhow, Caputo. That's what it is. Howard Caputo. <laughs> that's my new name. We'll do the new show. Right. Anyhow, that's where it began. And then a friend of mine at the time, long story short, started talking about the radio. Then I got involved in the radio. So that kind of led me to the radio show. And this is how I, it all began. You know, through Bethany, Bethany Frankel, when I did, well, I didn't do the show, I was on there, um, still waiting to hear whatever, I could care less, you know what I'm saying? But if it happens, it happens, you know? But well, it's part I, of I the plan, part of I the synchronicity, well. part of being in the right place at the right time. It brought me from what I went through to my book, to the show, to, I'm trying not to do Teresa Caputo, I've done it a few more times. I try not to do it. I don't go to bars anymore, so I'm not sitting in the corner. You know, nobody puts baby in the corner. I love uh, Patrick Swayze. But <laughs> that's why I did what I did, because I'm constantly having spirit come to me, and I'm like, oh, what the hell's wrong with me, you know? And I'm not going to well, drink it away anymore because I know it's real, you know? I've been brought out by other mediums now. At a young age, Peggy, a young age. I know I was quite young. Because my mom uh-huh. picked up a woman, right? And we lived in the city in Connecticut. And in Hartford, uh-huh. she was going through once, and there was this old woman, and my mom was the director of nursing, so she sees her in like a, um, you know, like a night coat and slippers. So she picks her up thinking she's maybe an escapee out of like the part where they had Alzheimer's home near there. And mm-hmm. this lady wants to be dropped off at this church, and she kept, and she talked about her whole life, and her son was the head of president of Hugh Blind. Well, my mom had a best friend that was a head of, uh, you know, a high position in Hugh Blind. So she said the guy's right. name. Long story short, my mom gets home and bothered her because the lady wanted to be dropped off at the outside of this church on Park and Broad Street. I still remember the name of them. Well, in the meantime, mm-hmm. she, kissed my, she kissed my head, and I had a Down syndrome brother that was born four years before me, and she kissed mm-hmm. my brother's head and said, may the good Lord bless them always. And I said to my mom, you know, since I go, whatever happened to that lady kissing my head and saying, may the good Lord bless me. I mean, I'm the one that loses my kid. I have two sisters, and one I actually raised her two times. Right. It's like, wow, oh, unbelievable. And so mm-hmm. the long story short is she then called because she told the, my mother her son's name. She got upset over it and thought, I better call in case she, you know, is maybe, you know, got some Alzheimer's and she escaped from their house, whatever. The woman who answered the phone says to my mother, who is this? You just described my mother-in-law to a T, I guess, what she wore for a a night coat and slippers. And um, she goes, and she she had a sweater on with it or something, and she describes it. And she goes, you just described my mother-in-law to a T. And she's been dead for over eight years. Wow. So, like, that's something that I had happen, and my mother swears that... (laughs) That was, that you know, I had. It's kind of ironic you said that. Uh, another synchronicity. Uh, there was a lady that was a maid. I, I can't remember her name in Croton, where I grew up, Croton, Hudson, New York. And she used to read tea leaves. And though my parents were very uh, religious and spiritual, they they. My, I know my mother was gifted like me. I know my mother. I found it about three years ago, and I have a sister Mary that's still alive and very born again. And when I came out to my sister, she goes, "Mommy had it too." And my other people in my family have it. Melissa has it. I have it. Some other people. And my mother, um, I remember as a kid, she had this woman, 
and she she used to read tea leaves, and but she couldn't speak. She was deaf and dumb, you know. So I kind of kind of saw things over the years, and kind of my mother at one point when I was in my twenties, and I just had my two older children then, uh, the one is Carolina now, Meg, who's passed. My mother said something to one of my aunts one day. She goes. Uh, Peg can read minds, and I don't know why she said that. She goes, why don't you ask her something? And I looked at her and said, stop. And I didn't know how my mother knew it because I never told her. Because I also do, I kind of do that, you know. <laughs> um, that's part of the reason, the car thing, because I could read people's minds and it freaked out. You know, not everybody's, but I do, certain people. And I was like, holy crap, holy, you know. So I, I can relate to that story, too, you know. Uh, you know, it, it's I have had that same thing. He could tell, like he had this premonition or something, like he knew. Right. He would say stuff, and it was like, oh my God, he was right, right on the money. It was like he had that same type of premonition all the time of certain things that weren't right or um, not mm-hmm. to trust the one. He felt it, and he was always right on the money. He's like, mom, and he, it kind of freaked him out. Actually, I believe it did. Well, I'll yeah, tell you, the, the only that's why I'm doing the James Van Prague thing in a couple of months. Well, actually, I think it's October. I'm going to to do his um, uh, seminar with him. It's a, it's a few days event, and uh, it's close by and uh, whatever, whatever, because I want to bring this gift totally out in the open. You know, I've done bits and pieces. I do readings. I have the intuition. I do premonition. You know, I didn't like the uh, – and Melissa will tell you about that because I – at my son's event back in October at the harbor, and I have to give Jackie LeBeau uh, her new place in Yorktown, Destination Bistro. Love Jackie. She was there for me when my son was dying. Raised funds. Uh, her and Alexis Augusta raised funds. His father owns the grandstand for uh, when I was losing my insurance. My son needed a transplant. But both bar owners, you know, managers, whatever, whatever. But at my son's 25th birthday, the, the fundraising thing that Melissa and I do, we did it at Hudson, um, uh, at um, um, at uh, um, Jackie's place. That's no longer there, you know. But um, I had invited a medium that I knew, and we went outside to have a cigarette. And I told her, I said, I don't like the premonition thing with me. And she goes, you don't have to have it. She goes, just ask your spirits guy. I don't like, not that I knew who was going to die, but I always knew because I hated that weighted feeling and the numbers popping and whatever, which I've had since I was a kid, you know. So, but it brought me to a lot of other things too. Yeah, it still happens, not as frequently, because um, I don't like that part of it. I'm like, what purpose is this story? It's just draining my energy, you know. My thing now is to focus on ha- uh, helping people like you, Trish, uh, other people that I read. I had a woman the other night. I was ready. I, it was Sunday night. It was my shows, you know, me time, and this woman talk to me privately. She goes, I need a reading. Please help me. So I screw my shows. I missed them. So I gave her a reading. You know what I'm saying? Then I had somebody else contact me who's, I won't go into the circumstance, was just on the news. And I guess her brother just murdered his girlfriend and he was missing. And I don't do that. I don't do investigative. I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? But I said, if I get something, I'll tell you. I don't know. I will admit when I don't know something, you know? Um, but my biggest goal now is to use this gift to help other grieving parents, you know? So that's what's happened since my children have passed. They, God has given me this gift stronger. 
by them showing me the signs to help people like you, Trish. And you can attest to that because you say I have yeah. helped you and and, and what have you. You know, you're from all in the world. I have people calling my show, like I said, it's international. I have a woman in Iceland. I have people in the U.K. I have people in Canada. You know, people go, what station are you on? You're on Syria? No, I'm on the Internet. It's bigger, baby. It's bigger. It's not H-U-D or L-N-A. It's bigger. You know, you, know, you can... You know, Scott's cousin, Scott, my husband's cousin, is. Um, he did, he's an artist down there in New York. He actually did the famous um, Chess Players Museum, the Marrow on the Wall, which his name mm-hmm. is Al, Alex Garvin. Have you ever heard of him? In your mm-hmm. area? Mm-hmm. He lives right on the Garvin Hudson. Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Alex Garvin, G-A-R-V-I-N. Hmm. No. I haven't heard him. Huh. Actually, I'm going to be going to another event at, um, oh, Melissa, help me with this. Um, now, Lincoln Center, what's the other place there in the city? Oh, uh, Jacob Javits. Oh. Jacob Javits. Jacob Javits. I, I got to check the dates, you know, with a lot of famous people. Um, they're going to be book signings, what have you, what have you. And But I'm I'm going to go and, and attend that seminar soon, you know, along with the James Van Prague thing. So I'm taking this to the road now. You know, it's not the sideshow. It's not whatever. I'm going to use this gift and max it out, you know. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, I actually, it's the first time, I'll be 61 September 7th, my birthday's coming up, yay. Um, Anybody could pick on that you are so, like, for a purse, like, for the other side to come through to you like they do, that's kind uh-huh. of, like, a very beautiful gift as far as I'm concerned. I mean, seriously, well, it is. that we should so much, you know? Well, you know, I we are all intuitive. I think a lot of people fear it. Some of us have the gift a little stronger, but I've been blessed for 50, almost two years with it and didn't know what to do with it. You know, it caused panic attacks. It caused me being an oddball. People think I'm nuts. It caused me to be an alky at times. You know, but now, as of what I'm saying, it's kind of lemons to lemonade. I've taken the lemons, turning it to lemonade. And I'm going to use my help so many other people. All of us parents, now I'll speak for myself and my daughter who spoke and told me, and like you have inspired us, I'll speak for us, to know that there is hope on moving on forward a foot at a time, whether it's a baby step. But you have taught us, you're a very inspiring human being. So if anyone, like, I don't know, they obviously don't, you know, appreciate the show for a reason. They just obviously aren't in the same place. don't appreciate it. People say you're helping you know. Because you know, I'm like I really need it. So well, that's what I'm doing, and for Melissa, because God gifted me as my niece, my surrogate, other daughter. Even oh, though she's my you. brother's daughter, I look at her like a daughter. I and um, to both you girls, because I was thinking when you put me on hold and, and you were doing the thing with the Spanish talk and fixing your deal, I thought, isn't yeah. that so nice that like that Peg has like. She doesn't have her daughter, but she has her niece. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's not like her daughter, but at the same time, it's like she's helping Peg, and she's helping. they're helping each other, and it's just what a beautiful uh, thing, you know, like a relationship. It's just so beautiful, and it's inspiring, and um, you both touch my heart very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you very it's, much it's for really that. You know, I've been blessed. You know, I was one of six kids. I was number five or six. I have... I've lost count, 43 nieces and nephews, I think. 
Something yeah, like I, I that. Uh, I have That's a brothers. I mean, Melissa is, is my my bada bing bada boom. You know, I have right. Tracy, who's not my blood relative, who I help take care of her. Um, if you go to my site sometimes, you'll see mother say, "Mama Dukes, Mama Dukes," because I did raise other kids. People go, "Oh, is that your kid? Really? Is that your kid?" No, people don't realize. I mean, they thought I was this BSer. I took care of other kids. I helped raise some other kids, whether it would be during their teen years or whatever. It wasn't about BS. It was, I thought of them as my children. You you know, just like an adopted parent, you don't have to birth a child to be a parent, you know? No, it I'm takes a community to raise a child. Tag, we have a lot and, of um, My mom took in many people that same way yep. they said my grandmother did. And now mm-hmm. I was, my one sister said to me, oh, my God, I'm nothing like you when she came to visit me. She's quite anal. She's like, oh, I'm nothing <laughs> like you. And I go, no, no. <laughs> so you can even walk in your like room, you know, in your house without stepping your shoes off first. I go, I know I have a beautiful house too. I said, but I choose yep. to that's probably why my son and half of his friends you know, if they had a fight with mom and dad like one kid did and he was over age twenty one and he had no place yep. to go, I took him in. I took him in. My husband gave him work in yes. the construction world and you know, we always tried to help kids, you know what I mean? Well people and make I, fun of me because they're like, He's not your kid. Well you don't know the circumstances behind it. So people thought I BS'd about it. they don't know that I took in this kid or took in that kid my husband looked at me he he taller I have to give Don I loved him. Uh he says, Whatever and it took them in. And I have kids now thanking me for taking them in when they were on drugs or or their parents threw them out. Or their, there was one friend of my daughter's, her parents were born in, um, what the heck is she? Um, I'm not going to go into it, but her, her family uh, owned the one of the biggest cigarette companies on another, not planet, but on another uh, place oh, besides here. <clears throat> no, not another county, another uh, country, ah, okay. and and she. I get an 18th birthday DJ the whole nine for her. I have these kids thanking me for what I did, and it's just not like oh plug, look at me, I'm Sandra Day, you know, peg, whoop whoop, give me a whoop whoop, you know. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm going to um stop the show for one minute. Trish, hang on. Melissa, hang on. I have one of my artists on uh, Michelle. DeAngelis, who is uh, actually came to a party I had over the summer and played keyboard for the 4th of July. I'm going to play one of her songs about um, life, about us, because we're all the same. So do you mind if I play her song and can you guys hold on? Of course. Okay, this is... To, and this is and this too. I'm dedicating to all the causes: ALS, my my illness, multiple sclerosis, cystic fibrosis, uh, Aunt Kitty's daughter um, Autumn. I forget the name of the illness. She uh, she did my show, uh, but dedicated to all people that have lost their children or have had losses, and to show our human aspect of life that we're all the same, and you know what? No one's better than anybody else. So th- I dedicate this to everyone. Uh, moms, uh, if you lost parents or whatever. But this is Michelle's song, The Same, so I'm going to play this right now, okay? Hold on, guys. Don't hang up. Okay. Nope. Can't even look inside 
You're afraid of what you already show I don't need a message I don't need a heart I know I'm selfish, I know I'm cruel But the role I play, well it's time to change that part Everyone knows I'm with the show
Very beautiful. Well, that was Michelle D'Angelo. She's been on my show, and the night she was on, we talked about her music. She just lost her, um, I think, a musical director a few weeks ago to suicide, right before Robin Williams. Uh, she just recently played with Carly Simon's musical director at The Cutting Room in the City, and she also is at 12 Grapes, where Melissa and I have gone to see her. We won't talk about that, Melissa, right? Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> She It'll played there, uh, there, I think, every uh, third Wednesday at 12 Graves and Peace on Division Street, uh, which is a uh, uh, fabulous place also of uh, a lot of musically talented people. And um, before we end the show, we got about 17 minutes. I have a song for Ryan for you tonight, okay, Trish, and I want to dedicate this to Ryan. So if you could hold on, I'm going to play one more song, and then we're going to talk a little more. Is that Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, Chris, hold on. This is my friend Steve Gato. He's also been on my show. Uh, Steve just went to Tennessee to sign contracts. His music is lovely. Beautiful. He's another one of my grieving... Well, he's a grandparent, but he raised his grandkids. Out of four of his six grandkids, uh, they perished in a fire uh, a couple years ago in one night. Four kids. He's now writing music and just signed uh, contracts in Memphis. Um, I'm going to play his song, and this is um, for all my grieving parents, and especially for you, Trish, tonight, in, in memory of Ryan, okay? It's called Mama, Please Don't Cry. Okay, this is for you, Trish. Okay, What's here the we name go. of it? Mama, Please Don't Cry. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs>
Steve Gato lives in the Hyde Kipsey area, and that's uh, dedicated to your son on his 25th birthday. And I believe the words he wants you to hear, Trish and Scott. Okay, along with my Meghan Mark and everybody else that have lost their children. Because, you know what, that, that wind that comes by you, that touch, you. sometimes we can just feel the presence, okay? And you don't have to be a medium because they, they're around us, honey. Okay? Yeah. And I'm not, it gets sad, but I just want to dedicate that to you tonight, okay? On, on Ryan's. So beautiful, and I thank you. And Scott's sitting here, and he thanks you, too. He's so beautiful. Very nice. Well, you know what? This is a man who raised these kids, but it was a grandfather, and like I said, four of them perished in one night. One night. Uh, Two years ago, close to me, and um, I met him through my grieving groups, and before he signed his contracts, and I'm blessed that him with this song, and and, uh, I have a lot of his other songs, and Michelle DeAngelis, who's an up-and-coming star, uh, has allowed me to play her music along with Ron Bassett, who is the singer with the Crest for Sixteen Candles, who has been on my show a couple times. He was with the Crest uh, took over for Johnny Maestro. Um, they've all, even though everything's copyrighted, um, they've allowed me to play this on the show to help others because we all have a story. Michelle losing now, uh, actually, right before my, I think it was right before the party where her and her boyfriend, who's a uh, paparazzi photographer, came here and took great pictures. And and uh, they came to my barbecue uh, over the 4th of July weekend and played. And uh, Steve and, and Ron Bassett, who all, you know, some are upcoming stars, some are already stars, and world-known, okay? They've allowed me, copyrights or not, to, to play the music for free to help others, okay? So that's for Ryan. God bless. Very so I hope. I just want you to know he's all around you. You don't need a medium. You don't need Mir Melissa or any of the other intuitives I have on the show to tell you that. The signs are all around us. That's what my show's about. Signs our loved ones send us because they do. Believe it or not, you know, it's not Ripley's believe it or not, but it's 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 there. Just be open to it because um, you know, I posted something the other day about how this world was created and you can believe in the big bang theory, but look around you for God's sake. You know? I mean, to our breathing, to our seeing, to the colors. Do you really think that was all from the Big Bang? Come on. You know, people wake up, you know. I, I kind of, not on another subject, but I, I look at commercials about medications. Um, I have a neurologist and my regular doctor that take this injection. It's going to slow your disease down. For God's sake, I've had MS since I was nine. I'm still walking, now using a walker and riding in the carts in the store feeling like a fool, but got to do what I got to do. You know, yeah. and take this meds for this on TV, and but it can cause cancer, it can cause this, it can cause lymphoma, and kill you. Wake up, yeah. America! What's wrong with you people? You know, really, use your friggin' minds. You know, lemons yeah. to lemonade. It's not just about the um, MS or cystic fibrosis or ALS or cancer or suicide or accident. Wake up! Use your heads. You know, there's so much more than meets the human eye, okay? So I hope by my show and my books and talking to people and helping others that people realize God's the man, man, you know? He's the man, you know? And we don't understand. 
he 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 is. That's like I said. Judge me, make fun of me, put me down, think I'm a jerk, think I'm an ass. I don't care. I don't care. You used to don't care. I know what like I'm doing. I know what I know my purpose. You know. The only thing they really well, don't understand is the thing that they really don't get is when they put others down and they look at it like, oh, you know, you're peg and I'm trash. But mm-hmm. we're, God's, we're all God's creations. So they're in, yes. in really the big picture. They're putting down God's creations, you know. And you so know what? I put Facebook, if you want to go back to my uh, thing a couple days ago about that, we're all there to help each other. And I pity the people. We're all here for a purpose, you know. We're all God's children. No one's okay. better. I'm no better because. I've lost my kids, and I hurt, and I got MS, and boo-hoo. You know, I, I could sit here and feel sorry for myself. People go, how do you do it? I could sit here and veg until God takes me home and do not a damn thing, okay? But we have to take whatever he gives us. And, yes, we're going to cry at times. I'm, no one's worse than me. Let me tell you, Meg's birthday September 1st. My daughter will be 41. My birthday six days later. You'll see me September 1st, Peg the Human Girl, coming on, playing music, and Miss Meg. I, I'm still human, intuitive or not. I miss my daughter, the empty chair at the table, okay? The, 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 the uh, um, empty nest. My nest done. There ain't no more eggs there, baby. You know, they ain't coming home here. But you know what? This is a temporary situation. The permanent solution is heaven and God. And I'm not here to preach. I'm not Oral Roberts. I'm not Joel Osteen. But you know what? We're all pieces of each other. You know? And and don't be afraid of it. You know? we got to help each other. Find your purpose, for goodness sake. Right, Melissa? Melissa, you believe that too. I do. You know, it's fine. This is a temporary home. I forgot the girl that sings that she's um really good country singer, but that song describes it all. This is my temporary yep. home. Yeah, beautiful song. Yeah. But, yeah, you're well, so right. There, there's that. another song, and you know what? I've never played it on the air, and I'm going to tell you something. I may get in trouble for this because I don't have the copyright thing, but sue me. Can't take something from nothing. <laughs> I ain't got nothing, honey. But I'm going to see if I can well, find this. This is you you're a Virgo, Peggy. That's what my son was. That just, that explains why you are funny. When is his birthday? He was August 24th. He was a Virgo. Um, and you're a one uh, because my sister, yeah, my sister is September 2nd, the day after your daughter, and she's also a Virgo. But you're, that's really? oh, My daughter, yeah, my daughter's September 1st. I'm September 7th. You know, and I'm not one of those mediums that get into the... Whatever, whatever. Um, like you know, he was strong. He had his opinion, and he didn't. He didn't ever put judge anyone. But he didn't. Um, he didn't. You know, his opinion. He was strong. He was very. You know, he just did what he. He was a free spirit, but he didn't take mm-hmm. any crap. I'm definitely a free spirit. Uh-huh. Yeah, he didn't I am take definitely that. I've always known as a free spirit. You know. But um, you know what? I actually let me see how much I have left on the show. Like I said, I may get in trouble for this, but who cares? Sue me. I don't care. <laughs> we have about five minutes left. No, sue me. Just like him, you're a Virgo. That explains it. Most of the Virgos I've ever met have a real, uh, what a full, you know, like just full of life, personality, and sense of humor. Yep. Yeah, my daughter was that way too. You know, she was amazing. I'm gonna play a song tonight, and I I can remember 
this CD was handed to me by my daughter's best friend right after she died. And I can remember while my son was dying playing this. This is Tammy Cochran. She's a country singer. And, you know, I don't think she's doing me because I'm doing this for good purpose and I ain't making money doing the show because I do this for free, uh, believe it or not. Actually, I pay, for, I pay for my show, okay, to help others. So this is Tammy Cochran, Angels Waiting for Ring. She lost two brothers to CF, and I'm going to play her song right now. Uh, we have a couple minutes left, and then we'll go out and um, take the challenge, man. Hold on. Hold on. I had to go to YouTube for this, so here we go. This is about cystic fibrosis. So this is Lemons to Lemonade. We camped out on the living room floor in our old sleeping bag. A big relief In a tent made of cover We'd talk for hours My two brothers and me Keep it the faith Racing with destiny
Okay, that song was by Tammy Cochran, Angels Waiting for Rings, Wings, and I'm crying because it always gets to me. She lost yeah, two brothers to six by bros. Uh, a lot of memories back to me. We have 40-some seconds left for the show. It continues a little bit. But I just want to tell everybody, let's take the challenge for CF. Sorry. And they yell us. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry your pain and your heart. God bless your beautiful angel. I do this. You know what? I do this to help in my children's memory because they are angels looking over me and with me. So is Ryan. Sorry. No, it's okay. Every day, every day. I've that I've ever done this, but um, that song means a lot to me. And my goals are help, help others, and um, let's take the challenge for CF, for ALS, for all these other diseases, and uh, let's be there for each other, okay? All right, guys. Trisha, I love you, and happy birthday, Ryan. And I'm sorry I didn't mean to cry, but I'm human. You have to cry. Everybody cries, and you can't be strong. I love you, and Tana, you've held on. Thank you through your business. I mean, this girl does so much for so many people, and I love her to death. And I want to make a difference in um, many people's lives. So let's take the challenge, okay? Let's turn our limits Lemonade and together God bless and Ryan. Thank Trish you, Scott. Um, I love you guys, and I'm always here for you. Okay. Thank you, Patty. Okay, honey, and Melissa, I love you, and uh, I love you. Okay, and uh, tune in Tuesday night, seven to nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, worldwide, either by Skype or by phone or Google my name, Peggy Simonisi. Signs for loved ones send us. Signing off and make a difference in the world. God bless everybody. Thank you. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.